Hi there, I'm Holly with the Costa Mesa Pod, where we discuss all things concerning the lifestyle, activities, events, and businesses that make Costa Mesa such a great place to live. Today, I am with Angela Erickson of More Escrow, and More Escrow covers more than just Costa Mesa. You get that? More than just Costa Mesa, but they're actually based in Huntington Beach, but I've been working with Angela for over 10 years, and she is actually the first escrow officer I had the pleasure of dealing with, and she just knows so much about escrow, and I think it's really good for anybody that's exploring living in Costa Mesa to have her insights and get a feel for what escrow entails. So, Angela, thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, tell me a little bit tell the audience a little bit about what escrow is just on a very basic level. So escrow means actually the definition of escrow is handling money. So escrow handles all of the money in the transaction. So when you open an escrow, that means you're depositing funds into escrow. We are a neutral third party. Um, and actually my company is an independent escrow company. So we're not affiliated with any brokerage or lender or anyone else so we are truly an independent and neutral third party and um so we handle all of the funds we're the go-between between the title company and the lender if you're getting a loan and um we make sure everybody is following what is supposed to happen in the contract yes and so you guys also provide a lot of paperwork throughout the transaction yes um and you also do more than just like purchases of real estate yep. and what are some other services that people might need an escrow company for um well we only handle real property so mm -hmm. only real estate my specific company so we handle purchases and refinances but you could have an escrow for a mobile home which is not real estate even though you live there it's not real estate um you could have an escrow for purchasing a business um, and you could have an escrow also in other parts of the country, perhaps for um, purchasing large equipment. Okay, but in our area, I mean, I know you handle mostly real estate, but like say somebody has passed away, you facilitate those types of transfers as well? Well, I handle, that would still go through an escrow. Yeah. And um, you would, um, that would typically happen when you're selling the property. Yeah. So I actually personally kind of specialize in probates and um, fiduciary sales, um, receiverships, court appointed sales. So, um, you know, all kinds of escrows in that area of trusts, yeah. death. <laughs> Unfortunately, you are my go-to for a lot of this. I mean, there are a lot of families that are, you know, transferring the property and it may not, you know, it may not involve a real estate agent per se, but they still need you <laughs> to help handle things. Right. The yeah. paperwork um, as far as transferring title, getting title insurance, and then of course you need closing statements to document that for tax purposes as well. Yeah. So um, that's all stuff that I generate through escrow, closing statements, and everything that you would need for your income tax. Well, not everything you'd need, but things that you need yeah. for your income taxes as well. <laughs> yeah, I know that there's a lot of times clients will come to me and say that you know they wanna 
put somebody on title or take somebody off of title, you know, personal reasons or marriages or all these, all these things that come up. So stuff like that would be handled basically, hopefully and usually through an attorney, mm-hmm. uh, especially if it comes to divorce situations and there's yeah. no actual money being transferred. So if money is being transferred, mm-hmm. that's where I come into play. Yeah. And that's when you would need a closing statement for, you know, tax purposes as well. Um, and, but if it's just being transferred to a spouse or a child or something like that, you wouldn't necessarily need an escrow for that, but I could certainly help guide in that process and where you would need to go for that. Angela has like the answers and the resources for everything. (laughs) As you can see, she knows everybody, but, um, so as far as Costa Mesa, if you are coming to Costa Mesa to buy a house or any sort of real estate, like commercial real estate that Angela might be able to help with. Um, what are some things that you would want to know about Costa Mesa compared to other cities, let's say in Orange County, where you're based? Well, Costa Mesa, fortunately, is pretty um, easy when it comes to purchasing real estate as yeah. far as the escrow is concerned anyway. Yeah. Um, there's no special city reports or documents that you need to have for that transfer. Um, you know, there, there's not a lot of flood zones necessarily. Yeah. Um, but there are some. There are some. And I guess that's where the, you know, hazard report would come in and tell us if it is. And then the lender, if you're getting a loan, would require that coverage. Yeah. For, for your insurance. I think it's just good for people to know that, you know, potentially. And I think even like on Redfin now, you can see if a property's in a flood zone. I'm getting inquiries about that all the time now. They're like, oh, I see this is in such and such. And, you know, some insurances aren't going to really require that much more coverage, but it depends. Yeah. FEMA also has a map that you can go on to. All, you oh, know, yeah. You can kind of plug in your address and that will tell you about a flood zone too because, you know, that could be an added expense. Sure that um, may push you into your decision. Right, same thing with like fire zones, which Costa Mesa isn't really gonna have, but other areas of our county for sure. Uh, other areas, uh, South Orange County, yeah. I would say mostly, or maybe even your Belinda-ish area, yeah. that way. Might have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but not, so I haven't seen really any in coastal Orange County, Costa Mesa. I wonder, I have to look at Laguna. Yeah, like Laguna, Newport Coast, like where the pass is, because, you know, they do get the brush fires. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I know they have been really, like, buckling down on the fire zones. So, yeah, they're a big deal. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What about, like, property taxes? They're different city to city. Not only city to city, but area to area. Mm. So, usually the areas that are newer Mm-hmm. Um, like newer parts of Newport Beach, for instance, or um, even newer parts of Huntington Beach might have a little uptick in the property like percentage. Or... Not Mola uh-huh. but like... Um, oh, I'm learning something here, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, like maybe where they've built newer areas that require a new fire station or a school yeah. or something like that. That might just be an added little percentage to your rate. Okay. So generally, we figure one and a quarter percent for property taxes in all of California, actually. But every city is a little bit different. Yeah. So um, it's really specific to your address. Okay. But Costa Mesa, as a general rule, is probably one of the lower yeah. ones in Orange County. I've sure. usually found it to be closer to like 1.1, mm-hmm. which... Mm-hmm. 
you know, it doesn't sound like a big difference, but truly, it can be. Hundreds. You're talking about oh. millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. It does make a difference. Yeah, so those are things to think about because, like you said, it could push you one way or another. I know a lot of times buyers, when they're looking to, you know, figure out what their monthly payment's going to be, they may be hitting up their lender property by property and getting different numbers for, you know, the same price, but you're in a different city or, you know, depending Area. on the day, it could also be the interest rate. But, yes. yeah, there's so many factors. So it, it's actually, I'm sure your lender doesn't mind. They shouldn't mind helping you figure that out because ultimately you want to, one, make sure you qualify. And, two, make sure you're going to be, like, you don't want to back out or get cold feet midway through because the payment's $100 more a month. Right. Because you know, that could really be a problem for you. And, actually, the Orange County tax collector website is really easy to use yeah. the most user-friendly of all of the ones I've seen in California especially in comparison to LA County for instance yeah Orange County tax collector website you can easily put in your address or the potential address and you know you can kind of estimate what your new taxes will be for that specific property which yeah like you said it's a big difference it is, it is. I played around with that and it is very, very easy. So I can put a link for that if you have any, you know, inclination to play around with property tax rates. It <laughs> is actually tool. Fun. it is fun. I mean, like you have to like know what you're doing and kind of go in and look at all the, you know. I think one big misconception, just to kind of parlay from that, is a lot of people will actually go on Zillow. And on Zillow, you can see what the property taxes were for the past couple of years. But that's like based on what the current owner's tax base is, which is going to be different when you buy the house. Absolutely. Every time yeah. you purchase a home, or for that matter, if there's a change in ownership at all, uh -huh. like you are transferring from a spouse or a family member or yeah. something like that, that's when they going to kind of trigger the county to potentially reassess the taxes and on a purchase they're always going to reassess them on the purchase price unless you're transferring a tax base or some other things yeah. so county will always try and reassess taxes see Angela is such a wealth of information like honestly she has all like even though her she herself may not be doing every single piece of what we're talking about like she might not be ordering your you know, making the decision on your property insurance. But, you know, she certainly has resources and recommendations or has most likely seen, like, you know, which companies can help you in this type of situation. That's a good point, too, yeah. because um, some insurance companies have inspections that they have to do that may take longer or, um, you know, especially if people are trying to really get something quick. Yeah. Um, you know, just... Being in the business for a few decades, come across some people <laughs> here and there. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that um, comes up a lot in escrow, um, and this applies to all of really, you know, California, but um, but we'll talk about it with regards to Costa Mesa. Is like you're going to have HOAs in a lot of communities. It's not just condos and townhouses, or what you think are condos and townhouses. A lot of the newer developments have their own rules and guidelines and small fees as well. Absolutely. And that's something that escrow really helps with. 
Another really good thing about Costa Mesa specifically is Costa Mesa doesn't typically have more than one homeowners association oh, per property, which, you know, in, in South, South Orange County, there's a lot yeah. more chance that you're going to run into two or maybe even three homeowners associations, which if, you know, they're small amounts, it doesn't make that big of a difference, yeah. but just something to kind of think about also. Yes. And oftentimes the MLS multiple listing service, um, Zillow, Redfin, a lot of these sites don't accurately convey what the fees are. Like it might, it, sometimes it doesn't add it up. So you might think it's one amount and it's a different amount or sometimes it'll add up like a monthly amount with a yearly amount and it's just, it's gonna scramble your brain. It scrambles ours sometimes. So, um, you know, I think it's really important for people to have I think that should be more of like a guideline yeah. instead of an you know, specific and very accurate amount into your yeah. figure. Yeah. Into what you're figuring. It can just be so, it, it can be a big disparity, the way it's entered and then the way it transfers over to other sites. And then people can be like, you know, rightfully so, not very happy that it's different. Um, and then, I mean, we could go on for hours and we won't, <laughs> but like there's, there could be special assessments with an HOA and there could be, you know, other, there could be insurance claims with an HOA that could also impact the viability of buying the property. Or for that matter, the specific units purchased, like a violation of something, maybe a paint color or peeling paint or, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah. Like something maybe even simple as a car being parked in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things. Those and kinds of things come up. Those things come up. And then what I think is so helpful is you always will, like, flag me right away if there's a violation. And, you know, we have to present that to the owner so that they can have it cleared because we need the violation to be cleared and signed off because it's not for the buyer to inherit that. And that could, by the way, affect the buyer removing their contingency, yes. which is what we sellers would always want so we can all move on to a final sale. Yeah, and what I really appreciate, specifically with Angela and more escrow, is not to make this commercial, but what I do appreciate is that um, you help me and my clients with staying on top of the timeframes because we are in a contract and the timeline is very clear. It is part of the contract. So if we are, you know, shooting to have HOA contingency removed by a certain time, that's where these little things like violations and whatnot can come in because it could delay the process. And so if we're all like working on the same clock, it's very helpful, but that's not always the case. The escrow companies, some can be very hands off and not give you the heads up or give the seller the heads up. And I mean, heck, the buyer may not even know, you right. know? And it, this can all be really challenging because, you know, I think it's really helpful when everybody is, like, very communicative about what's happening. Yes. Yeah. And I personally think it's very important, especially the beginning of escrow, to have that communication. Yeah. And I like to communicate directly with the buyers and the sellers as well. So if anybody has any questions or issues or things that they need, we can, you know, kind of attack that at the beginning too. Yeah. Um, we can also do digital for a lot of the paperwork, mm -hmm. which is good, which I know you would think that that's like, give, like a given in this day and age, 
but there are always things that need to be like notarized like because they're very very important and that type of thing yeah so yep well we're pretty much all notaries here but as far as documents needing to be notarized um always on a sale there's something that needs to be notarized usually with the seller if there is a loan on the property the buyer has to have stuff notarized um, we can handle a lot of stuff electronically and we certainly like to do that um, if you're willing to do that but some things still do need to be hand signed and hand completed because some things you have to tell us and give us the information on yeah so that's that's important but um, one thing I did want to talk about really fast yeah go for it wiring Wiring oh please funds. yes oh please that is well that's so important since you are the handler of money yes. so go ahead <laughs> so that is specifically when we like to have very clear communication with our buyers who are wiring their deposit money and or their final down payment or the cost of the home every time we like to confirm wire instructions it's really important we have that verbal communication um, and email hacking and email issues are a real issue yeah. and wire fraud is out there so that's why talking on the phone making actual communication it is really really important for wiring money so yeah. always always whoever your escrow company is call them make that contact get those confirmation of the wire instructions I found a lot more and more lately, banks are calling to confirm wire instructions, which is really good. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then also, when wiring money, when we wire money to you, uh, the seller, let's say, we always will verbally confirm wire instructions as well to make sure we have every digit correct because yeah, everything has to be exact. Oh my gosh! Like one digit could go to one the wrong digit, person. <laughs> but on the other hand, wiring is the best best method as well because it's good funds immediately it gets into your bank account you can use that money right away you don't have to you know endorse a check and deposit it and yeah. for that matter a lot of banks put a hold on a check if it's over like five thousand dollars let's say so yeah. there's no holds on wires it's good funds immediately yeah I know I think a lot of people that haven't bought a home in a while are still thinking that they need to give an actual check when they make an offer because um, that's how it used to always yeah. be. And I totally get that. But, um, well, I guess this is good for if you're looking to buy a home. You don't need to, one, go get a check, because I know a lot of people don't have checks. <laughs> um, I don't. Um, two, you don't need a check to submit with an offer. Your offer should come with proof of funds and a pre-approval letter, which you know I can certainly advise you on. And three, like Angela said, the wiring gets the funds in escrow sooner, quicker, no holds. Like Because a lot of times, I mean, Angela is great and we'll start working on things as quickly as needed because of the contract, but we do need deposit and escrow, you know, to really get the ball rolling on everything too, you know? Absolutely. So, because sometimes people will write checks that are maybe, you know, not good or the funds don't show up and it's like, what's the point of putting in all that effort if it's like a bad check? I mean, because unfortunately there's bad people out there too, so... True. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it happens, or people that we're delay always... in putting their money into escrow, and it's like, well, you got, you were so quick to sign the offer, but now put your money where your mouth is, right? Exactly. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the contract says it should be wired unless it's 
changed. Nope, you're right. <laughs> it does say that, and, you know, I don't, I know the lo- contracts are long, and we're not all lawyers, and people don't read everything, and yada, yada, but wiring, that's, that's right. That's what it says <laughs> right there, so, so don't try to change that up later. Like, it's, you signed a contract, so let's try to abide by it. Yeah, because if the contract weren't abiding by you down the road, you're going to be plenty pissed off. <laughs> so not gonna be good yeah so I mean escrow handles so much and I just think it is really good for people if you're considering moving to Costa Mesa there's so many things that we talked about that um you want to consider and if you don't move to Costa Mesa but you move somewhere else I mean Angela certainly has handled escrows all over the state yep so she could you know give you some of the intricacies about different areas um, and it does vary city by city. Newport Beach requires a home inspection um, or an RPR report. Like, there are different things that you need to expect along the way. Um, so, you know, it's good to have an escrow company that will help make sure you don't miss anything, whether you're a realtor or a buyer or a seller. That's yeah. what our goal is. Yes. <laughs> so, any any escrow questions or real estate related questions, Angela probably has the answer or, you know, tools to get or you there. Or help guide you to where to go. Yes. <laughs> me too, but I might ask Angela too. So, <laughs> anyway. We're a team. Yes, <laughs> we are. So, anyway, thank you so much thank for you, being part of the podcast. Yes, and, uh, thank you. Good to see you. You too. <laughs>